What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You knew the job was dangerous when you took it, Fred. I have a question. Shh, be respectful the, uh, of me. You can act like a man. He's colossal. That's stupendous. One might even go so far as to say he's mediocre. I guess I should salute you with a worthy adversary and all that, but the truth is, I really did hate your guts. The Single Storm Podcast. don't know the exact number of militants that stormed into Israel from the Gaza Strip, but we do know that it was a relatively small number of militants that were accompanied by, what, 3,500 rockets raining down on Israel that increased the death toll over 600 people and counting. But let me give you a perspective on this. The entire Gaza Strip, the the population is just shy of 2 million people. And again, it's an estimate. Don't really know, but best guesses around the globe put it around 2 million or just under 2 million people. So an untold number of, of militants busted in, invaded Israel, kidnapped people, raped people, slaughtered innocent civilians as they went, as they went door to door terrorizing those in Israel. So let's just say for argument's sake that the entire Gaza Strip invaded Israel. Let's just That did not happen, but let's just say for argument's sake that it did, that all two million or so or a little bit less of the inhabitants of the Gaza Strip invaded Israel. Do you know that would still be minuscule compared to the number of illegal aliens that Joe Biden has allowed to traipse right into the United States. Put another way, we, we know we have seven and a half, over seven and a half million illegal aliens, mostly military age men who Joe Biden has allowed to come into the United States. 2.5 million known gotaways and counting. Now, for those of you who don't remember, remember what a gotaway is, a gotaway is somebody who breaks into the United States of America and then runs away from law enforcement. They run away from uh, being caught. So according to Border Patrol, and it's likely a lot higher than this, folks, but we have around 2.5 million known gotaways into the United States. 
That is over the population of the entire Gaza Strip. So if a fraction of the 2 million inhabitants in the Gaza Strip were able to slaughter, slaughter 600 Israelis, and remember the body count is still being revised upward. We don't know how many were taken prisoner. We don't know the fate of those who were unaccounted for. But if but if a relatively small, a sliver of militants could inflict that kind of damage, let's just say maybe 1%. What is that, uh, 20,000? Okay, okay. Let's, just, let's say half a percent, half of 1%. 10,000 militants stormed and were able to, and that, by the way, folks, I don't think it was that many, and was, was able to inflict over 600 deaths and counting. What do you think the mostly military-age men who are breaking into the United States that number in the millions could do to the United States? What do you think they could do to us? Now, of course, Democrats don't give a damn. Uh, Republicans like John Cornyn are busy funding that effort. But I think you should give a damn. And I think that every American, after witnessing what happened as these militants stormed the Israeli border, just like our border is being stormed right now. And they killed and they maimed and they raped. I think, I think every Texan, every border state, certainly, but I think every American ought to be finding firearms and arming up like crazy. Because here's what I can tell you. Those who are in charge right now don't give a damn whether you live or die. Those who are in charge right now don't care about your family's safety. If they did, they would be guarding that border. Those who are in charge right now uh, are nowhere near the level of commitment to protecting their, their people as, as those over in Israel are. Over in Israel, you've got a government that is, that is always on alert, always trying to protect its people because they're surrounded. So, if they could be taken by surprise, if they could suffer this horrific attack and, and they are diligent about protecting their people, imagine what could happen to us, burdened by a government that wants to enrich itself at our expense. More on the illegal immigration crisis created by Democrats and the danger it poses to you. Coming up on the Salcedo Storm podcast. And now a word from our sponsor. Does the state of the economy have your head spinning? Let American Medical Plans relieve one burden, health insurance. American Medical Plans specializes in under 65 health insurance plans that have zero co-pays and no deductibles. You choose your doctors, you choose your hospitals. These plans have nothing to do with your income and are 30 to 60% less than Obamacare. If you're paying too much for your own health insurance, call American Medical Plans. You deserve better. They will customize a plan managed and chosen by you, not the government. A liberty-loving American takes on Washington, Hollywood, and the whole media establishment. He's Chris Salcedo. Join his fight. Tune in to The Chris Salcedo Show every weekday afternoon on Newsmax. Have you been growing frustrated that all your favorite stuff's getting canceled out there by the woke crowd? When Fox News, in deference to leftists, got rid of Tucker Carlson. Didn't you say to yourself, nobody asked me? Folks, you have power to stop that. Stop funding woke companies. Support those who stand for America, your rights, and your values. Go with Patriot Mobile. I know what you're saying. How is Patriot Mobile going to help me fight back? Well, not only do they have an industry-leading coverage guarantee, 
guarantee. They're also America's only Christian conservative cell phone provider. And then there's this. When you make the switch to Patriot Mobile by going to patriotmobile.com storm, patriotmobile.com storm, you support me. You keep my voice independent, making sure the woke crowd can't touch me. So if you prize your values, if you like good value, and you want to keep your liberty-loving Latino conservative, strong, and unafraid, go to patriotmobile.com storm. Use my promo code STORM, get free activation, or call 972-PATRIOT. 972-PATRIOT, take a stand against the woke at patriotmobile.com storm. Do you ever wonder what it would be like to trust that where you get your news is accurate and pro-citizen? Well, Texas Scorecard has you covered. We give you real news for real Texans. Go to texasscorecard.com today. Glad you've made it to your liberty-loving Latino. Do not mistake me for loudmouth leftist Latinos out there. I actually love my country, love my state, the United States of America and the great state of Texas. The Democrats have unleashed historic harm onto our people. If you're somebody who's been recently educated by GovEd, historic means it's never been done before, meaning it's it's unique to Beijing Biden and this current incarnation of the Democrat Party. The number of illegal aliens being welcomed into the United States, 90% of which do not qualify, according to the latest numbers that we've been able to see. 90% do not qualify for asylum. It's historic. And it's historic harm being done to our people. Let me bring in Jeremy Beck. He's the Vice President of Initiatives and Deputy Director of Government Relations. At Numbers USA, the nation's largest immigration restriction group. Uh, Jeremy, welcome back. Good morning, Chris. You know, Biden, I think what's telling about all of this, he abandoned the remain in Mexico policy, which was a wonderful deterrent for those who didn't qualify for asylum. Uh, You're not going to get the payday. You're not going to get the brass ring. You're not going to get to come in and plug into America's entitlement system. Uh, And that really helped destroy the incentive of trying to break into the United States. But Joe Biden has now opted for remain in Texas because now all of his blue sanctuary cities across the country are recognizing the joys of uncontrolled illegal immigration. Talk about this. Well, it was pretty interesting to see that that floated out there as an idea, the idea which is which frankly has some merit to it and has been tried uh, before even back in the Reagan administration I think they tried something like that. And the idea is basically you make it harder for people to reach their preferred destinations, and that will ultimately discourage more illegal crossings. Now, in this case, they would they'd try to keep people close to the border with the idea that it would be easier to send them back home once their asylum claims, as you point out, are most likely fraudulent, are going to be denied, and then they'll be sent back. Now, in reality, it's probably not going to happen. It doesn't seem like the White House is truly committed to the idea. It, it may have been floated as a as a way to sort of, I don't know, threaten, threaten Texas or, or try to signal to some of the other cities that they're, they're, they're looking out for their best interests, cities like New York City, which has been, you know, uh, obviously it's a Democratic mayor, and there's a lot, of been, a lot of accusations going back and forth between the White House and Mayor Adams in New York City. But the idea is a similar one to the Remain in Mexico, and it is interesting that you, you point out the, um, the really good point, the salient point here, which is that Remain in Mexico... Uh, did work very, very well for very similar reasons. Only instead of making people wait in Texas for their asylum claims to work their way through the system and ultimately, for the most part, be denied, because we are talking about rampant asylum fraud here, uh, they'd be waiting in in Mexico. And the whole goal of 
of going through this system is to get released into the United States and mm-hmm. to get either a work permit or to start working illegally in states that don't have E-Verify laws, which are numerous. Um, and remain in Mexico, that's what happened. People would wait. They realized, well, wait a minute. <laughs> if I'm going to be waiting a couple of years for my asylum thing to work through and, I have, and I'm not working in the United States, I don't get, I don't get access to that, la- that labor market, then what's the point of going through all the trouble in the first place? And word started to trickle around during the Trump administration when remain in Mexico was in place. And we saw illegal migration dramatically fall off. Now, I'm going to turn this back around a little bit and say this isn't just about Biden, but it's also about Congress. Right now, there's a huge funding fight right now. The House of Representatives passed a bill in the spring, Secure the Border Act, H.R. 2, that includes Remain in Mexico, includes some other things, and uh, as well, parole reform, asylum abuse reform, all these things that we need to, to fix this border crisis. And the Senate only just recently, but they did, finally introduced a companion bill in the Senate. So there, Remain in Mexico is sort of back on the table. Um, Congress hasn't had, the Senate hasn't had the willpower to bring that to the floor to the, for a vote. Uh, bills still need some co-sponsors. And then with this funding fight, there's a big battle in, in Congress right now. Is Congress going to fund the government to do more of what the executive branch has been doing at the border? Or are they going to put some strings on it and say, well, look, this, this, isn't, this isn't working? You saw the, the omnibus bill which uh, Texas Senator John Cornyn signed on to, which had a provision inside of it that said, you can't use any of the money, the $1.8 trillion that we are setting aside uh, to fund the Democrats' agenda. Uh, The Republicans in the Senate fully on board with restricting money. You can't use it to stop illegal immigration. You can just use it to facilitate it, to process more illegal aliens into the United States, which, of course... For a Texas senator to do that was an, was an ultimate betrayal, given all the damage being done to the state of Texas by this uncontrolled, rampant illegal immigration. Ha, let me ask you about the numbers, because as, as we have been able to glean, it's historic harm that is being done to us. Uh, but now, the, since the, the numbers have been so damning, the Biden regime has been trying to hide. Now, the latest we've been able to come together credibly is roughly... Seven and a half to eight million illegal aliens so far ushered in by Joe Biden and the Democrat Party, fully funded by Republicans like John Cornyn. And then of those two and a half million or so illegal aliens have broken into the country and ran away from law enforcement. These are people that could be foreign military, radicalized Islamic fundamentalist terrorists or other types of terrorists, or they could be ruthless drug cartels. We just don't know. Are my numbers in the neighborhood, or do you have different ones? I have slightly different ones. Uh, I, I'll say this. I, I think it's safe to use superlatives here. We've, we're seeing a lot of record highs, um, and, uh, and we're breaking them year after year. Um, it's difficult to know exactly what the numbers are because, frankly, it's just not transparent. A lot of these, right. a lot of these numbers and data they are not being released um, it's telling that the administration is holding on to the August numbers for as long as possible. The Washington Post actually um, sort of leaked to them uh, a couple weeks ago and said family units are at an all-time high. So we're getting a lot of that. We know that the administration has released using parole, which is meant to be a case-by-case basis, but they're using parole to release more people than ever, that we've reached an all-time with family units coming across, that we just 
the administration just issued work permits via the Temporary Protected Status Program to half a million Venezuelans, which triples the number of Venezuelans uh, who have that status, that designation in the United States, and is, I believe, also a record for a new designation. So we're, we're creating um, a phone app for people to schedule appointments at the border. Excuse me, we're creating uh, flights. We're basically a concierge service where people can say, this is where we want to go in the United States, and we'll fly them f- directly from their home countries to those destinations. <clears throat> so a lot of records. The numbers are not quite clear. I would put them a little bit lower. I would say that, um, you know, about at least nine, at least 900,000, close to a million people being paroled every year, another 600,000 or so being uh, so-called gotaways per year. Uh, and then there's visa overstays, people who come on a legal visa overstay, and there's no repercussion for remaining in the country illegally. So <clears throat> that's my numbers are more conservative than yours, but still that would create an illegal immigration system that is twice the level of the legal immigration system created by Congress. Right. So whether you, whether you use your numbers or my numbers, we are talking about, we, again, superlatives are appropriate here. We're doing more illegal immigration than we have seen in a long, long, long time. The American government is they, there's no we, uh, the American government under Marxists and funded by Republicans uh, is participating in the, the, the most massive illegal immigration campaign that this country has ever witnessed. And I don't believe that, I mean, I, some people might accuse me of being rhetorical, but that's, that's the net effect. That's what's happening. Folks, we're talking to Jeremy Beck. He is the Vice President of Initiatives and Deputy Director of Government Relations at Numbers USA. Last week, it got leaked out. The, the agenda, IDs, IDs for illegal aliens, massive amounts of IDs being given to these people who don't qualify for asylum, and the IDs can be used for all manner of things. They can be used to establish bank accounts. They can be used to establish residency. They can be used to uh, plug into our system. And yes, they can be used to vote in certain jurisdictions that are allowing such things. Uh, what was your take on the IDs for illegals? Well, this is, I mean, some, somewhere my, my, my high school uh, psychology, you know, Coming back to me, this is pure behaviorism. There's rewards and punishment, and, um, and we're seeing a lot of rewards and not a lot of punishment for for breaking the law or abusing our immigration system. Now, there's some logic to it. If you got if you intend to have people permanently in the country, you don't want to create a, a second class citizen. You want them to have full access, and that's why you know we believe Numbers USA. Legal permanent residents uh, absolutely should be fully integrated. You know, naturalized citizens, uh, no such thing as the difference between a naturalized citizen and an American-born citizen uh, should have the same rights and responsibilities. But what we're seeing now is all of this stuff is, I mean, people come here again to, to make money. Uh, th- these, are e- these are economic migrants. That's not to diminish the conditions of the countries that they're leaving. Um, they're serious in many, many cases, but they do not rise to the level of uh, asylum, particularly political assignment, asylum, you know, persecution, the kind of things that you're supposed to, to meet in, in order to be granted uh, the status of asylum or refugee status. So our system's being abused so that people can access the labor market, and they know that either the government's going to give them a work permit um, to, uh, to take a job. Now, because there's so many, imagine these half a million uh, Venezuelans that have just been uh, given work permits. 
that's a huge boon to places like New York City, especially if you're, say, in the restaurant industry. You've got a half a million people here that you can now hire without getting any sort of trouble with the law. Uh, you're not that they've been enforcing it anyway, but you don't have to worry about that. But the, these people are just looking to work, and you can offer wages below what uh, the last wave of Venezuelan legal immigrant workers were willing to take, working conditions that perhaps, you know, Americans wouldn't take. And you can tell yourself that you're doing a good thing and giving somebody a good economic opportunity, but the fact is that if you work in those industries, if you're trying to work your way up the ladder in those industries, this is not good news for you. And so you end up creating that second-class citizen that you were trying to avoid in the first place. And that's just a sheer numerical calculation. You bring in that many people, there's a clear supply and demand effect on economic opportunity. Well, the last thing I wanted to talk about, Jeremy, is is the, the rhetoric. Because, look, if you look at the polling, I don't know if you saw the Washington Post-ABC poll. Uh, President Trump is now 10 points ahead in that poll over Joe Biden, even though the Washington Post is poo-pooing their own poll, saying, oh, we're an outlier because they got a result they, they just can't fathom. And one of the main factors was rampant, uncontrolled, illegal immigration. But I'm and I, and not, not that I'm being critical, but I've heard you use the term migrant a couple of times. In my view, the term migrant is for those reserved for those or immigrant, those who come to the United States legally with permission. That's a different class of people that we're talking about. Those who come illegally, those who rush the border, those who are allowed to enter this country without permission. Uh, that's the class of people that I think should not be here. And we've seen illegal aliens committing all manner of reprehensible crime on American citizens. And I point this out every single time that that Democrats believe we don't have enough crime in America. So they're going to import criminals, illegal aliens from other countries to come and commit crimes here. And it makes absolutely no sense in my mind. So don't we need to sharpen the rhetoric so that we can we can we can show the classes of people we're talking about because each class, whether it be a, an immigrant or an illegal alien, they have different different circumstances surrounding them and different solutions, frankly, to to how they came to be in America and how they would remain or be sent away. Isn't that true? Well, it's a very fair point, uh, and I appreciate the opportunity to address it because we have kind of gone down this slippery slope of language, and it would be nice to be able to just sort of have, you know, one bucket or the other. Part of this is, is a result of the way that the administration, this administration in particular, and it's not unique to the Biden administration, but they've, as I said, superlatives are appropriate in this case. They've done more of this than, than we've seen before to create basically a shadow immigration system where there's a lot of blurred lines. And as you said, there is some nuance there. People People come in a variety of different ways and channels, and um, and so so people are being released by the executive branch. So in some in that sense, they are authorized, but they are outside of the legal system established by Congress. And so uh, in some cases, they're given given work permits, um, and so they are authorized to work by the by the federal government. Um, and so that creates. A language difficulty uh, that requires a lot of patience and nuance to, to sift through. Now, I think it is important to, that's why I try to highlight that we have these two systems here. One is created by Congress, as the Constitution says we're supposed to do, and one is created by the executive branch, 
which does not have the authority to do so. So that's that's really the issue. And um, and and uh, the, you can call them parolees. You can call them uh, they've been uh, released uh, without uh, without full inspection. Um, but they are authorized, and that makes it difficult to use the, the strict legal alien versus illegal alien, you know, from my point of view. But you're absolutely right that it's an abuse of the system, and I think um, that's the important thing to, to point out here and what I, why I keep going back to the shadow system that is twice as large as the system that was established by Congress. Right, and it doesn't serve the American people. It serves special interests. But this system they've created uh, against the will of the—I think this is fair— the majority of Americans do not support illegal immigration. The vast majority, but the majority of Congress, both parties, does. Jeremy Beck, Vice President of Initiatives and Deputy Director of Government Relations at Numbers USA. If folks want to help you out, where can they go? NumbersUSA.com and at X at NumbersUSA. All right, buddy. Thank you very much. Appreciate the visit as always. And with that, an end to this Salcedo Storm podcast. Do me and yourself a favor, my friends. Visit two websites, TexasScorecard.com and ChrisSalcedo.com. Those are valuable resources to track down big stories in Texas impacting us and also track down me, Chris Salcedo's shows on KSEV, Morning Talk Radio, and on Newsmax TV every afternoon, 4 to 5 Eastern, Monday through Friday. Till we visit again, my friends, remember this. A society's worth isn't measured by how much power is stolen by an out-of-control government. It is measured by how much power is reserved for you and me. We, the people. Stay safe out there, my friends. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.